What's up? What's up? Hey, it's your girl, Steffi J, and welcome back to the Steffi J Show. And I believe that this is episode eight, if I'm not mistaken. And so I was watching my girl, Lovis, go live on Facebook, and I love to see that she is discovering, like, she already knew her passion was skating, but she's diving deep into it, like, now she wants to travel around the world and do skating uh, events and all of that good stuff and like actually dig down deep into the skate community. And when she's talking about that, like when people start talking about their passion and what they believe their purpose is, it's like, if you can describe it right to me, I'm literally with you. Like, I, I don't know how to skate. Never been my thing, right? I love watching my husband skate. But I don't know how to skate. But when she was telling her story about how she wants to travel around the world and skate, I was right there on the rink with her. And if you were trying to decide what your passion is or what your purpose is, and it's so crazy. I thought I never thought that I would be talking about helping someone else find their purpose. So before I get into this, I remember... My niece, she is so amazing at writing scripts and um, doing plays. I mean, Tyler Perry is really sleeping because she is very, very talented. And so she really explained to me how, like, that is her passion. Like, she eats, breathes, and sleeps, plays, and scripts. She's trying to figure out how she can turn everything into a live moment where she can put her little spunk on it. And she was like, that's my purpose. Like, I teach because it pays the bills. But being a playwright, being a director, I believe she said that before as well. But that's my passion. And then I was like, dang. And so at the time, my other niece was, um, and she's still into makeup and stuff like that. And she basically said that's what brings her joy. And I'm like, wow. And then my nephew, he's deciding, you know, which way he was going, but it seemed like everybody around me was so passionate about their purpose. And I envied that so much because it's just like, how do I know what my purpose is? Like, I go to work, I come home. This is when I was going into the office as a pharmacy tech. Like, I go to work, I come home, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, you know, I go to church. Um, I have a few friends that I chill with. Um, like what, how am I supposed to find my purpose? Why is it that my nieces and my nephews and everybody else can find their purpose? They know what their drive is. They know what fills their cup. Like when they get done fulfilling that they sleep well at night. Like why everybody else can't have a purpose and I can't. And so then I would just. Instead of, you know, being curious to figure out what my purpose is, I would just hate on everyone else. So when I talk about haters and stuff, I can talk. I can talk directly to a hater because I used to be one to a certain extent. Like not hating on you, like wishing you bad or you don't deserve what you're getting, but hating to the point of I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Why you get it? And I didn't, you feel what I'm saying? 
Like, I'm over here doing everything that I'm supposed to do to be successful at this, but you continuously being blessed and you everything is going well with you and I'm over here going through what I'm going through. That type of hating. So when I say clap for others, I'm really talking to myself because once, once upon a time, I didn't want to clap for nobody. When me and my husband was trying to get pregnant with my son, uh, he's almost 14 now. Uh, and every time, you know, I would get on, I would take a pregnancy test. It said negative. Every time I saw a pregnant woman, I wanted to push her. That's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs crazy. I, I'm pretty sure you're thinking that. But just because I was so angry that everybody could get pregnant and I couldn't. Everybody could get pregnant and I couldn't. So when I say hating, that's what I'm talking about. That kind of hating. Now, I don't want to push no pregnant women. But I'm just saying that's how angry about the situation was. But yeah, everybody around me, they knew their purpose. They knew what they wanted to do. And I just couldn't figure it out. So within that process, I started working on me physically because I had weighed 275 pounds. I was like, okay, let's just focus, focus on changing your body and everything else will come to pass. I'm I'm here for a reason. It's just, it's my responsibility to go through life and figure out what it is before it's too late. That's, that's basically the end goal. Figure out what your purpose is while you're here. Fulfill it. Help others while you do it before it's too late. That's all it is. So I started my health journey. I took baby steps. Started cutting out some carbs. Cutting out some hidden sugars and sugars that I knew about. Stopped drinking soda. Replaced all my soda with water. Ate protein, veggies, and a few fruit. Walked around the apartments 30 minutes a day because I was too ashamed to go to the gym because I had got too big. So I walk around the apartments 30 minutes a day. And once 30 minutes was okay, I increased that to 15 more minutes, so 45 and so on and so on. Um, Took on intermittent fasting because I have read or I have found out that, you know, when you're fasting, that's when you're burning fat. So I had a lot of fat to burn. So I started intermittent fasting, then realized it became a thing. Like, I was on this journey before I even knew what this journey was. I was already on it. And it's probably because I said out loud, like, how do I figure out what my purpose is? And it's just like things in my life started transpiring so I can figure out what this purpose is. So continuing my health journey, fasting and drinking water and eating low carb and moving my body, um, that, that stopped being enough. I would lose some and then it would just stop. Lose some, stop. Okay. What now? So I do my research, YouTube University. I find out about this, the ways that you can fast. And so I'm doing the research for me, but not realizing how this research is going to help benefit others later on. So God has already, my life is being set. When I finally put it out there, what is my purpose, my life started being set. And it wasn't all peaches and cream because it sucks that my journey had to start with me realizing being 275 pounds isn't healthy for me anymore. That sucks. But that was a learning experience to get to where I am now. Not truly at my goal, but I feel confident and my self-esteem is through the roof right now. 
all of this was a process. So when I learned about a product, and that's why I tell people it is more than a product. Y'all don't understand. I spoke on my last podcast. Y'all don't understand the value in it yet. That's why y'all ask for free. That's why y'all say it's too expensive. You don't get the value in it. I found the product by being on TikTok. I said that before, but if you're new here, you didn't know. Uh, I found the product on TikTok and I started taking it. And basically what the product does for me, it does what I was trying to make my body do while not eating carbs or fasting for long periods of time. I was trying to really put my body into a deep state of ketosis, which is fat burning mode. Because that's where you burn a whole lot of fat. And then it's like it's inches that you're seeing. And so the product was a shortcut for me. So I was like, if I'm already doing it, all I have to do is add this product into my regimen and I'm going to get the better results. Cool. Still trying to figure out what my purpose is. Just drinking, drinking the packets. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. I did this for me. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm just trying to figure out how I can get this fat up off of me so I can be here for my kids, so I can be here for my husband, so I can look good when I'm on the beach, so I could, you know, flaunt my little two-piece and two-tops that I've been always self-conscious to wear. Me, 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 myself, and I. That's all I worried about. Until my son said he wanted to play baseball. I'm sorry, basketball. Till my son said he wanted to play basketball and the, the money wasn't math and the math wasn't math and the accounts wasn't looking like we could put extra money here. We're not knowing what AAU is fully about because um, I didn't get to experience it. My husband didn't get to experience it. So I just knew it cost money. And at the time it was $500 and we didn't have it. So I went back to the packet. I don't know, for some reason, like it's like the ketone packet was glowing on my desk, which is weird because it was daylight. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever said this part. I probably haven't gone this deep into it because, look, the podcast, you get a different vibe than you get on my live content. Um, if you're not following me, my name is J on Instagram and TikTok. Um, do me a favor and share this out and tell me your takeaways on episode eight. Um, also on Facebook, my name is Stephanie Jennings, or if you type in hashtag, I'm Steffi J, I'm going to pop up and follow me on those platforms, please. But the packet was like, it was glowing on my desk. And so I scroll back to the lady's page, the one that I bought the ketones from. And she was talking about, um, how she used to work in the school district um, in special need, like in uh, as a paraprofessional, working with a um, a a kid that had Down syndrome, and so life was changing because we were in the middle of the pandemic, right? So it was going to be hard to kind of work with her through the computer, and plus she didn't even know if Zoom and all of that was going to be available. So long story short, she decided to not not to resign her contract. So she decided to become a promoter with ketones because she heard that if you do a certain amount, 
you get them for free. So she was like, well, at least I'll be getting my ketones for free and then I won't be a bother to my husband and all of this good stuff. So she started getting her ketones for free and then she started seeing her commission checks coming in. And then she's just like, wait a minute. If this can do this, then this can do that. Oh, if this can do this, then this this could do that. And before you know it, as of right now, she's a rank seven car earning champ. That means she gets an extra $1,300 car bonus. And she like she's just blowing things out of the water. And I, I feel like it was designed. Remember, we're talking about my purpose, but I have to paint the picture. That's the beauty of the podcast. I can paint the picture. Like, as you're hearing me talk about my journey to finding my purpose, let me know if you're there with me. Okay? So I joined her team, but I was, I, I reached out to her on Facebook for more information, but because I was so nervous because I used to hear that, you know, these work from home things are a scam. It's a pyramid scheme and all of this stuff. I talked about this on other episodes too, but, um, I reached out to her about, um, product. Cause I had bought like a sample pack first and now I'm trying to get invested. Like I want to make a big purchase about the product. So I asked her about the 60 hour fast. Cause I had did a water fast. I had a, a beef and butter fast. Remember I was intermittent fasting. So I was like, okay, if I can do that, let's go ahead and implement this two and a half day fast. Um, you know, and get some more of these inches up off of me. So I ended up asking her about the reboot. I got the reboot and I think I went on ahead and like after a couple of days, I asked about becoming a promoter and she, you know, she asked me why. And I was like, I want to make extra money. I love the product and I want to share the product with other people. She was like, okay. So she sent me the pricing options and I decided, um, I saw the options and I saw the, like the big kit. It was probably like 1500 at the time. And I was like, this lady got to be bad shit crazy. If she think I'm going to spend $1,500 for a box of shit that I don't even know work. So when y'all say that y'all talking to me, cause I know I'm like, this lady got to be crazy. I'm not going to do that shit. I'm not. So I thought thought about the smallest option. So at the time we had Dollar Keto Club, which is I'm very passionate about because that's how I got started. Luckily, around the same time Dollar Keto Club was going on. So you paid a dollar for your back office and your training and your membership. And then you pay um, 30% off for a starter bundle. And I got a three-pack bundle for like 200 and some odd dollars. So I had three different flavors of ketones. And that's how I got started, right? So I ordered my kit. It came in the mail. I'm nervous as hell. I think the only people who knew about it, like I mentioned it to my husband, but I didn't let him know that I made the big purchase because if you're anything like me, you always buying shit. You don't finish the shit that you start. Uh, you're a product junkie and your husband probably, or your wife probably roll her damn eyes every time you come to her about some shit that you saw on social media because here you go again with the bullshit, Right? So I didn't tell my husband when I made the purchase. Told my sister, told my niece, told my aunt. Of course, my my um sister and my aunt were my first two customers. I love them so much because they ride with me regardless. They don't care what it is. But I didn't want to tell because like I done like those teas before, but like I wasn't serious about it and I really didn't believe in it. Like I believe in this, but I became a promoter. 
in the first two months, I didn't do anything. So those of you that are scared and, um, which I learned from one of my mentors, Brittany, it's not that you're scared when you're starting something that you're excited. And so you want to be careful because like, oh my gosh, you're full of this excitement. Your adrenaline is going and you just don't want to mess up. You're not scared. You're excited. But that's how I was. I was like, okay, is this really too good to be true? Like are these, and I started collecting stories as I told y'all about yesterday, I started collecting stories and seeing how this product is changing their people's lives financially. And I was like, okay, this is, hold on. So I sat for two months and I didn't do anything for two months. Then I saw people that came into business when I came in two months prior and they were just hidden bonuses left and right and extra money here and extra money there. Remember, I joined the business for the extra money. And I hear, oh, I hear I ranked up and then I hit uh MVP and then I hit uh MVP multiplier. MVP multiplier is more money than you got when you hit MVP. So I'm hearing all these money terms and I'm wondering like what in the damn hell is wrong with me? Like why I'm not hitting this shit? Okay, let's try to get this shit together. My sponsor, Mel, on December 31st, 2020, she was like, you are this many boxes from ranking up. I said, bet, I'm going ham. I didn't even know what ranking up meant, but I know that would get me one step closer to whatever it is that everybody was getting. I didn't know what it meant. She just flipped the switch on me and I just started going. I'm going ham, I'm going in. My cousin placed her order at... 1140, 1140, yeah, or 1140 or 1150, and I ranked up. I went into 2021 as a rank two. I didn't know what the hell that meant, but I knew it was an accomplishment, and I was okay. And then I was like, well, shit, if I can hit rank two, I can hit rank three. Well, shit. If I can hit rank three, I can hit rank four. By this time, I'm building a team. We're called the Majestic Empire. I'm building a team. So when the team comes in, because you got to understand, I have to take y'all back a second. Remember when I told you I sat for two months and didn't do anything as a promoter? When I went to new promoter orientation, they talked about how to build a team. When that part of training came on, I turned my the volume down on my computer because I was absolutely not interested in building the team. I could care less. I was in this business to make money for me. Remember the same me, myself, and I that was trying to lose weight at the beginning of this is the same me, myself, and I just trying to join this business for some extra money because my son want to who? Me. I'm... Worried about me. At a certain level, you got to start building a team. If you want to be successful, you got to start helping people reach their goals. I've talked about this before on other podcast episodes. So you got to stop worried about you so much. And then you got to start helping change the lives of other people, which I already knew about that concept, you know, as far as, um, as far as being a promoter, because I'm helping change the lives of my my ketone clients. But it got a little bit deeper than that. 
Yeah, I love that I was changing the lives of my clients, but it got a little bit deeper than that when you start changing the lives of people that decide to join your team because they believe like you believe or they borrow the belief that you have. And then once that started happening and people started noticing me on social media and start trusting um, what I was saying and believed in me, that's when I realized I was in this for the wrong thing. Like I had to take the money out of it. Now we're getting into figuring out your purpose part. I had to take the money value away from it. If I wasn't getting paid for doing what I do, what I love, what I do, will I continue doing it? And the answer is yes. That's how I knew that this was my purpose. Because if you took the money, if you took the titles away, if you took the rankings away, you took the MVP bonuses and also take away the retreats and all the special accommodations and require um, rewards and all that. Take all of that away. Will I still love what I do and would I still do it for free? The answer is yes. So I basically spent like 20 minutes explaining to you one thing that I said at the end, but I wanted to paint the picture. You have to think about your purpose. I feel that you have to think about your purpose in that way. When you're telling the story about how you got to your purpose, whether you tell it or not, can the person that's listening to your story visualize and walk you through? I took you guys through my fat loss journey all the way up into joining the business. This could be a longer podcast if I tell you how my life has changed in between that. But this was more so to help you focus on what your purpose is. Because we're meant to be here on this earth to do something. Because if you think about it, if you, won't, if you weren't meant to be here to do something, you, you would have been taken out a long time ago. Because I know you've been through some things that should have took you out a long time ago. Some of us should not be living. Me? Myself, some of us should not be living because of the risk that we take every day and the dumb stuff that we do. But God gave us grace. And our time is limited. We don't know when. So we have to do something with it. And please understand, knowing whatever it is that you're doing, it is not about you. The end goal is to help somebody else. And I think the topic of purpose is on me right now because basically we were in a life or death kind of experience last night. Um, me and my family, we're kind of different because uh, since we're sports and we're going, I hope you have a few more minutes to uh, to go here with me. But um, me and my family are different. We have to spend our time when we can get our time because our main focus is sports. And that's okay because we all love sports. Even the twins that are five, they're understanding sports and they know that it's a thing. Like, are we going to Jeremiah game? We're going to daddy game. We're going to daddy football game, daddy basketball game. Like it's a thing with us. And so even though the twins need to, their bedtime is eight o'clock. Had I came home from church last night with the twins and put them to bed, they wouldn't have seen their dad and Jeremiah in like um, two days, if I'm 
counting correctly because some days of the week they spend the night at their godparents' house. And so I just had to come to terms last night that some days we have to cheat and go to bed late, but we get our family time and we spend family time at the gym. Like I easily could have um, came home after church. The kids would have got into bed at least by nine, uh, about nine, nine fifteen at the latest, you know. But I was like, then I haven't. I, I miss my husband. I want to see my husband, and the kids want to see their daddy. So we just went right. So Jeremiah had the practice, and Jamar's coaching him with E and all of that good stuff happening. My nephew is coaching as well. Like this, this is a a good thing that's going on, and it's time for us to go. So Samaya gets in the car with her dad. And I have the boys in the truck with me. So we're on 820 headed towards White Settlement, right? So this black car, I think it was a Cadillac, CST, I think, whatever. It sped past me. Jamar is in front of me. We're traveling right behind him. It sped in front of me and then swerved in front of Jamar and it it started going out of control. It wasn't nobody. It was like one truck beside us, but luckily the freeway was was clear. And so the car started spinning out of control. Then it went from one side of the freeway to the other side, all of that stuff. And so by this time, me and Jeremiah, I pulled over to the side of the freeway because I didn't know where the car was going. So I'm watching my husband and my daughter be in the midst of all this chaos on the freeway, right? my uh my breath is getting taken away by thinking about it because literally i'm there again and so uh i just put my hands up over my mouth and i started praying i said no god please not my family not my family please no god because from what i saw it was what me and jeremiah saw from the truck versus what was going on about six seven feet ahead of us it looked like that car was about to ram into the side of my husband's car where my daughter is. So I'm praying. Like, God, no, please, God, no, please, please don't take my husband. Please don't take my daughter. I'm praying. And so the car, it's like the, the car that was um causing all the chaos just went right past him. It pointed towards us, and I started praying even harder. And then as I prayed harder, the car just shifted to the left. And it was pointing towards the other side of the freeway. And we just drove on past. I look at Jeremiah. I look at the road. And I'm just like, I'm shaking at this point. We trying to figure out what's going on. We trying to, maybe it was a drunk driver. or Maybe somebody, something happened to somebody medically and or maybe somebody was fighting in the car and something happened. Because the way they was turning on the wheel is like either you lost control of the wheel because you were sleeping or something like that. Or something is jerking you back and forth. I don't know. But then Jamar called. And I'm like trying to get my breath together. And I was like, are you okay? Like that was crazy. And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. He was like, I didn't panic. And I was like, we talked all the way till we got home, but I was just, I went to bed thinking like, I had already told Jeremiah, if something happened to his daddy, I'm not okay. 
Y'all see us on social media. You probably know us personally. I give my husband hell with the capital H-E-L-L. I know for a fact he's about the only man. He is the only one. When I say about, like my brother and my daddy, they put up with my bullshit and my pastor. You know what I'm saying? But I know for a fact he's the man that was created to put up with my bullshit. But if God took my husband today, I would not be okay. Know that. So I started thinking about life without him real quick. And it took me back to the purpose conversation. If God was to take my husband and my daughter or him by himself away, I would need to dive back into the purpose that I had created. Because my husband is, he pays for, for he's the head of the household. I know y'all wonder how does that tie together. He's the head of the household. So how would we how would I be able to take care of my the kids that are left, my family that is left, if my husband is the head of the household? I gotta dive back into the purpose, go back into helping change other people's lives, whether it's financially or whether it's in their health health journey. Go back to that. Once you go back to helping others, you'll be blessed. That was a roundabout way of saying last night's experience on that freeway made me realize our time is limited and I need to continue to feel my, fulfill my purpose. So I appreciate y'all traveling with me for these 30 minutes. Um, again, my social media tags, TikTok and Instagram is J with the PH. Tag me. Um, let me know what you think. On Facebook, my name is Stephanie Jennings. It's a cute little picture of me in a bodysuit. I don't feel really proud. Um, but if you can't find me that way, just type in hashtag I'm Steffi J and I'll pop up. You can follow me and send me any takeaways that you may have. Let me know what you think. Thank you guys, and I'll catch y'all in the next one.